Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are talking about the importance of community in Web 3.0. We are discussing why it is essential to build and join communities around NFT collections, why it is so important to build and join communities as you enter the Metaverse, and why it is essential to build and join communities as the evolution of the internet and websites progress into Web 3.0. So, Angela, do you want to dive in? I do. (laughs) Okay. Communities are not new. We grew up always being part of community, really whether we wanted to be or not. So whether that was within our neighborhoods, in schools whether you were part of the brownies or guides if you're in the I uk was, I was definitely both of those i didn't do guides <laughs> i did brownies but i didn't i didn't really like the brownies though got to be, oh, i liked it was a bit it was a bit, <laughs> bit, bit, bit cliquey i like doing the badges though um whether you've got hobbies whether you are a part of religious communities or work communities or even communities as you build a business so as you know Cheryl and I have talked many many times that we met at a business club called Sister Snog which is an incredibly powerful community of female entrepreneurs so with social media though the need and power of community was explosive social media took off in a way that no one ever expected and we didn't seem quite ready for it I remember a time when it was a competition to see how many friends you had on Facebook and it was almost a badge of honor if you reached the friend limit I used to get so excited with a new friend really so excited I don't remember yeah, Facebook, yeah. but I remember frantically trying to get Twitter followers oh Twitter as well <laughs> and I was I was obsessive with Twitter if I there was this habit where you would follow someone they would follow back or they would follow you and then a few days later they would unfollow you and I would be constantly checking my Twitter numbers see if gone down. to see to <laughs> see who'd unfollowed me and then I would immediately unfollow you, them I mean it was who's your most pathetic was your it? most famous follower oh I can't remember there's there is an actor that, that follows you follows me though my, my yeah. most famous follower is Jonathan Ross oh really wow sorry we, yeah you see you get digress there we, you, i know you get really excited about a blue tick honestly following i can't believe that you followed me back oh i know so but now it just seems really pathetic doesn't yeah. it so so as we were saying you get frustrated with twitter and it just social media just like made this whole community thing just very weird i think and today even today although i'm less bothered about the followers and the you know who unfollows I I still use it as a measure so if somebody to me is claiming to be an expert especially if they're claiming to be a social media expert I still will look at how many followers they have so yeah it's just one of those things I'm trying to trying to grow Instagram following 
back in 2017, oh. it, I posted every single day. And you did. It's, I remember a period where I was posting six or oh, seven yeah. images a day. And also, I would go through in the morning and like, 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 like all these images to see if I could get, you know, if that helped my following. And it, then they changed the algorithm and then that didn't work anymore. And it, you just need to just calm it down. I think you <laughs> learn that over time anyway. Right, you. Right. So do you want to talk about communities today, Cheryl? Right. So community in the current social media setup is is to build a massive following and then create income off the back of that. If you think of it in extreme, the Kardashians have built most of their wealth around their millions of followers. It is not a bad thing. It is a business model and one that works really well. But it can also be one that creates a system over volume, over quality, and people pushing out products for the sake of it. You know, when this started to really, I, I was always get, I was getting to this point, but Clubhouse, if anybody went on Clubhouse, when I first started to go on Clubhouse, they used to be what would be really kind of popular more coaches, I would say, people who were putting out a lot of business coaching type content. And they would have these rooms on Clubhouse that would last for days, <laughs> days and days and days. They would call and it these like kind the 24 of... hour podcast, then it would go on all week. Oh, not podcast. Oh, we could like, room, like that days. Would just go on yeah. and on and on. Yeah. And there were these like popular coaches that would drop in and out that would be, I don't, can't remember even what they're called now but the people that can just speak on clubhouse and I remember listening to them and partly they all said the same thing there were very few people that went on there and said something original or innovative and clubhouse had all only just started and all of them would be when they started to speak well if you sign up for my 10 ways to build a clubhouse following or if you sign up for this or if you sign up for that I was like, oh, none of you are saying anything original. None of you are saying anything different. All you are trying to do is just sell me something, sell me something, sell me something. And there were just so few people that went on there and said something original. And that's where I really started to get a problem with this following, like just building this massive following. Yeah. Well, it, this it kind can of create business that model. whole worship of the church. Well, I know that you like that phrase, don't you? Where yeah, there is definitely a leader at the head of it all. And whether it be an influencer such as the Kardashian or a specific type of inf influencer for, say, beauty or fashion or business, um, there's Zoella. She was an early adopter and she created a yeah. massive following. Um, we talk about Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk. Huge. Huge. They, Huge. they have all built masses, masses of communities um, and they're all at the hierarchy. There are also the other side of it, which those that feel the opposite and that will troll and write horrible content um, about these influences. So as for many people who love and adore the Kardashians and Gary Vee, there are many, many people that dislike them too and feel the need to troll them. Yeah, just be plain horrible. There's a situation at the moment as we record this there is a beauty influencer called Michaela. I don't know her surname and I can't say it, but people will know who she was. And she made a video. This was even last year. It wasn't even recent. And 
she made a like a throwaway comment saying, oh, you should try being an influencer one day. It's really difficult. And people have come for this poor woman like she has, I don't know, threatened to do something as if she said the worst thing in the world. But then now also what's happening is people are being People are going on there defending her because she's lovely. She's lovely. She, I mean, I followed her in lockdown and, and I thought she was fabulous. Yeah, she's just lovely and sweet. But now what people are doing is really then being really horrible to the people that were horrible about Michaela. It's just this ever-increasing circle of people just what being followers has she got? the worst of themselves. She got like 8. Oh, millions. million or something. It's, it's, I think it might be higher it's now, Cheryl. Absolutely I think it's higher. astonishing. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Andrew, do you want to talk about Web3 communities? Okay. So this is where it starts to change. So in Web3.0, as we have discussed in, and explained in many episodes, it comes on the basis of decentralization. There is no central authority. And the way in which com- communities are seeking to form, it's based on shared values. And you get your rewards through the tokens. So communities are built through decentralization on your own terms. You're not forced into a channel because an algorithm is dictating what you do and don't see. And then it's influencing your opinions. Communities are built around agreement. So TikTok, like sometimes I'm watching TikTok, you watch one video on TikTok and then that's all you start to see on your full, your FYP. Yeah. I'm like, why am I seeing this? Why do I keep seeing this? (laughs) And it's just all the algorithm just pushing the content. That Oh, you've watched it once. You must want to watch it 300 times now. So when we talk about decentralization, think of the Board Ape Yacht Club or World of Women that we've done episodes on both of these. And they looked to build a community as soon as they envisioned their collections. As we spoke about it in the Board Ape Yacht Club episode, they started conversations on Twitter and built a community before any NFT was even sold. And if you go to the World of Women website, they actually have a community page on the website that talks about why their community is so important to them and what they want to achieve from it. Being part of a community in the NFT space means you join a group of people, whether it be on Twitter or Discord, You purchase an NFT and you get to be part of the membership club. You can also create your income and rewards by how you choose to grow a brand from your NFT. So you're part of that whole business model almost. But you're also part of discussions and treated as such, not part of a following. If you look to how quickly these collections sold out, it shows you how much work they put in upfront to build a dedicated community. This is really, and they're very yeah. Good at it's it. very interesting actually because if Michaela moving forward and anyone for this for this instance could build their web free community, then it would hopefully lock out the trolls because at least she could get rid of them out of the community or anyone for that matter. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting one how it's kind of evolving, and it'd be interesting to see how people will transition into that. Yes, I'm more. waiting for the first influencer to release their roadmap on their future in Web3. I'm sure yeah, there is one already, but again, we'll get to that. But I think it's it's what you would then define as an influencer because there are avatar influencers, aren't there? There are people who are not real yes. or in the metaverse. Yes. 
So that whole transition will be interesting. Mm. But anyway, like, do you want to explain a bit more yeah. about the decentralized sure. element to it? So also look how people show that they are members of communities, even by the simple move of changing their profile picture to the NFTs that they have purchased. You will see this a lot on Twitter. And Andrew and I, <laughs> we have our avatars up that we've bought. Yeah. yeah. As these really popular NFT collections grow, in order to maintain fairness and values, they create DAOs, which is discussed in episode 15. DAOs help with the governance around the roadmap and how the profits are going to be spent. If you looked into NFT collections that have failed, a lot of that can be blamed on the fact that they did not try and build a community and they lack creativity in the utilities that form part of the smart contracts. I found an article on this and I'm kicking myself because I can't find it again. And there were quite a few famous people that have released NFTs that have really failed. Yeah, because they didn't do the, I think they were using the old business model of, I'm an influencer or I'm famous. Therefore, if I put this out, you're just going to buy it. And they didn't actually build that community element around it first. And they failed. Bill Murray. Is it Bill Murray? The Ghostbuster guy? He he brought out a collection and it and it flunked, flunked, flunked. But I don't know why. Yeah, there were quite a few famous names on this list. I'm really going to try and see if I can find it. If I do, I'll I'll post it. But it was interesting. Maybe that's an episode, but then it's very negative. The failings of the NFTs. World. (laughs) When it comes to the metaverse, look how brands have entered into this world. The successful ones have not just transferred their brands into the digital universe, they have had to find ways to engage and enable a community feel. So, whether they do this through gamification or they create environments where people can meet up in a community, Gucci Town created the Community Cafe. Horizon Worlds enables you to meet up with other avatars. Then the Stratocast enables gamification to build a community in the Stratosverse. So, question, how do you future-proof your community? We are now in our 23rd episode, and in a large percentage of those episodes, we talk about community. And we give examples of brands, of how they have managed to create a lot of community. The big subject, whatever you read, they it, it, it all comes back to community every time. Always. Yeah. So what's a good way to start, Angela? Okay. So there's there's so many different ways. Some people are just natural at this, but we have done a lot of research. And I think a good way to start is to see how other people are doing it. So explore topics on Twitter, more especially for the NST metaverse web 3.0 twitter communities because twitter seems to really have a bit of a resurgence in that area and in our last episode we did about decentralized social media we talk about some of the new platforms that are set up to be decentralized so go and have a play in particular discord you can join different servers for subjects and brands that interest you But also, I really think it's a good idea to look outside of your interests. What subjects and industries are there that create big communities? Because you can learn a lot from there. And what you're looking for is communities, not followings. 
I watch a lot of football videos, which I know people find it does, strange. It surprises me still, and I've known this for a long time. <laughs> I know. And I watch a lot on YouTube, and some of my favorite YouTube channels, they actually favor live videos. Some of the, they record stuff, but mainly live. And some of these channels, they, you either have these channels that discuss the whole Premier League, but some of them are fan sites. So they talk about particular clubs they support, but they push out a huge amount of content. And one particular channel that I actually watch quite a lot because I like what they're doing, depending on what's going on during a football season, they can sometimes push, put out two or three live videos a day. But by doing the live streams, they include their audience. So even those that aren't saying favorable things, so even those that might be, you know, if you're talking about Man City and somebody's coming in as a Man United fan and just like, <laughs> I don't know, really kicking them, they they include them. They have a bit of a laugh and have a bit of a banter backwards and forwards. But it what it's created is a very community-driven channel. And through this channel, they have then created an inner community because they've set up a membership. So you then get special content and you get to be part of the Discord server. And it just seems very natural. They get to know their members. They talk to their audience. And it's almost like they're sat in a pub having a conversation. I'm fascinated by it. I just watch it all the time because I'm just fascinated with what they're doing. So if you actually decide what you want your community to be, don't be afraid to put your values out there. When we, like Cheryl and I have this conversation a lot and we have very specific values about supporting women within the metaverse and it's why we set up this podcast. And our goal is simple and it's to help women find a voice in this space. And that drives everything we do and how we respond to the community we are building. But I think also you need to go and look because sometimes you might find communities that you don't like very much. So I'm. I'm like, like I watch your experience at the brownies. Too yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a good community, not a good community. But I, I think also people that don't follow the crowd. So Barstool is a massive company that that was born out of one guy, Dave Portnoy, who really loves sports. And he lived in Boston and he created this um, like newspaper, almost like a sports bar type newspaper. But he has grown this into really almost like a billion dollar company. And they have a very, very kind of, I don't say strange community, but it's, it's, it's a community that some people get, some people don't. A lot of people don't like Dave Portnoy. I think he's smart. I like what he's done with Barstool. But it's a massive, massive community, the way they built it. So even if you don't like the person or don't like the community, it's you you can learn a lot from what they've done and how they build it I think that's important to yeah. do to even look if outside. you're looking just to see what other people are doing exactly exactly but again coming back down to the values bit it's so important yeah and sometimes you have to go back to basics even if you've been in business two years three years four years ten years you're like, right I need to revalue it because how how we feel and you know, our goals yeah, moving forward it just changes all the time yeah so we sort of would say put it out there put it on your website you can even do it as like the world of women do and talk about community in your social media find like-minded people who have shared those values too and you can do this 
in old school ways. We have a Facebook community, but our aim is to work with that and transition them on to our Discord server. Yeah. But one important thing to remember with all of this is to be yourself. What do you truly want? What type of people do you truly want to be part of your community? And as a business coach, I actually want to say to people sometimes, stop following the formula and be true and do things in the way that you want to do them. And that truth creates a better community. So I talked about that with Clubhouse. It would, I just would give me the rage every time I listened to it. And I was listening to um, Rory Sutherland the other day who is a genius marketer. If you've never listened to Rory Sutherland, you've got to go Definitely and listen to him. He's incredible. Just Google him and you'll be impressed. Oh, so fascinating. And he has been in the world of marketing before the word was even used. He was probably in what they would call advertising rather than marketing. Yeah. And he was talking about great experiences with brands. And he was saying sometimes the opposite can work. And he gave an example. He was talking about how about hotels and the experience of being able to check in. And he was saying that for some people, if you have a hotel check-in where you walk straight to your room and scan a code to unlock the door without having to speak to another human, is as cool to some people as if you go to the Mandarin Oriental in Hong Kong, where they check you in, someone will take you up to your room and make you a cup of tea whilst you fill in your checking card and he was saying those two diametrically opposed experiences are meaningful it's the ones that where you sit in the middle that people don't remember so what we're saying with your community if you be yourself if you want to do it an old school way do it old school way if you want to try and use the latest technology do it that way but just don't try and avoid these kind of formulaic you know, sign up for my thing and I should give you 10 ways on how to build a community. I'm not a fan of those because I think it makes you middle of the road and it makes you not be yourself. So that's, that's one of the things we would say with that. So Angela, you're so right. It is so important to build a community that you want and not following the crowd. But our advice would be to start now because a dedicated community will grow with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and join us next week as we continue our journey into the metaverse. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.